0: Hey everybody, on this week of Guys Talking Sports, we're going to get into whether or not Major League Baseball is actually going to start now that they have a framework of um, some games to be played. The NBA, Kyrie Irving, is trying to get some people on the side to not play the season in the NFL. Whew. Some people that tested positive, so will they even have a season start on time? All of that and a little bit more on this week of Guys Talking Sports. Hey, everybody, and welcome to another edition of Guys Talking Sports, where we are two and a half months into quarantine era, but it looks like we're actually going to be able to go out and play <laughs> for the summertime, when things are <laughs> opening up a little bit. Um, I know there's some restaurants opening up outside dining only. Um, retail stores have opened up a little bit more, but at, I guess, 50% or whatever capacity. But thank God it's the summertime. We can actually still get out and do some stuff and still be healthy. So I'm happy for that. But God damn it, there is some sports to talk about, actually. Um, <laughs> so before we get started, I want to give um, give a shout out to my boys, Al and Big Cat. Fellas, how's it going?
1: Uh, dude, can you believe it's almost July? <laughs> It that. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I have no words at this moment. Crazy. This is going by quick.
1: You would think that with this quarantine and being stuck at home, time would seem like it's going by slower. But I, I, mm. you know what? I guess for me, because I'm working like status quo, like going in the office and doing everything that I've been doing, it just seems like it's, I, I lose track of days. But I can definitely feel for those who are stuck at home you know probably can't work from home and just things are just starting to look real crazy so just bear with it hopefully things will get back to normal here real soon
2: yeah um the only thing i can say about this is i just realized that i've been saving a lot of money um staying at home um i don't eat out for lunch as much as i used to when i was going to work so that's the only plus that I have at the moment. That gas money, gas <laughs> money. So yeah. it, it's definitely helping out every now and then. I, I I never realized that until I looked at my last bill. It was like, yo, I was eating, you know, I was spending a lot of money for lunch, <laughs> especially in the big cities and stuff like that. Uh, yeah. I need to cut back.
0: <laughs> yeah, we the, the 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 bills have been um. A lot lighter. <laughs> yes,
1: yes, I have to admit
2: that. Definitely have to admit that.
0: Well,
1: I wish I could say the same because I'm, I'm instead of being in Baltimore seven days a week, I'm just in Baltimore five days a week. So, <laughs> you know, those two days spending at home, not spending any money. I, I still, I spend more money at Walmart now.
2: <laughs> I do. Yeah. I do have to agree. I, I have been a lot more money. I think that money has been going towards Amazon a lot more now. Somebody and, Jeff,
0: <laughs> and damn it, he is. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff is just getting richer right now. <laughs> Jeff is getting richer right about that. Yo. I am not going for it. He, he, he got my money. <laughs> Yeah, he's like, wait a second, like, I might make up all the money I lost in that divorce settlement. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. 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 You need to fist, man. exactly. But um, I guess we can get start talking to some people that who are looking to get money hand over fist, And we're gonna start off right now. God damn it, Ace, your favorite sport, baseball. Players oh, yeah. association was uh bucking the bucking the um owners because they wanted they did have a deal on the table, then they don't have a deal on the table. They put another deal on the table, they don't have a deal on the table. But it was all about that prorated salary. And once they came out with 60 games and the players would get all of their monies, now everybody's like, okay, we can we can do this. <laughs> so after this last proposal, um, Ace and Al, are you guys more confident or less confident um, that the season would start with an expected start date of mid-July, I think July 13th, uh, with an extended expanded playoff um standings with baseball to end somewhere, I believe, um by October. Um and I also saw that um I think it was what TBS or TNT, no Turner Network, um re-up their playoff contract with um, major baseball. That was up to the tune of one billion dollars which might be the reason why they were okay with giving them, yes. <laughs> which might be the reason why they were okay with giving them a the prorated salary and they wanted to get this thing done sooner than later. But um, like I said, guys, are you more confident or less confident that the um, baseball season will actually get started and finish?
1: I think it will get started. Uh, the players are getting what they want, 100% prorated uh, salary. Instead of that 60%, 75%, they get 100%. I think it should get up to about 67 games. So they're going to get something. The kids going to eat. Not like their kids were ever starving, but you know, hey, unless you're in the, the minors, that's where your kids are starving. But being in the majors, earning at least a million dollars a year, y'all ain't starving. So, um, but that's what happens when you have a powerful union. <laughs> and they, they seem to uh, manage the, to win for their players. So, um, I look forward to the season starting. I just hope that they can do everything in their power to kind of keep the uh, the virus at bay and put regulations in place where if an outbreak comes where five or six players kind of get infected at one time, maybe they can call up AAA or have their major league roster you know, expanded where they have additional players just in case something drastic happens and they still need to play a game. So. Uh, that's why I'm happy with it. I'm just happy that most sports are coming back. This gives us common folk just something to do, even if we can't be in the stadium, at least we have something to watch on TV.
2: Yeah, no, I agree with that. I, I, you're right, the union is very powerful. Um, I kind of wish that they, they were in an agreement where they would take some of that money, um, which I doubt that they will, but some of that money would go to the minor league players that lost their jobs um, it's it's good, you know. Um, I am just glad that they, they actually reached an agreement where both sides is happy. But we knew that it was going to be a stalemate because of the the amount, um, the salaries anyway. So I'm glad that it looks like everything is working out and it's going to get signed and MLB is going to be back. Um, so it's going to be a win for everybody because this the fans is craving for it, and I think that like you said, Ace, they can at this point it doesn't matter if they're not in the stands or in the stands or whatever the case may be as long as it's there and people can watch it whether it's on TV or wherever I think that that's where most fans is okay with it and okay with and, and happy about because like you said sports teams the sports is coming back and I think a lot of people is craving for it. I know I, know I am so um, hopefully down the road they can do something to help resolve the minor leagues to help get them back in, the, in, in place. Um, and do, to be honest, they really should have a, they really should do more with the minor leagues. But that's a different conversation for a different time. Um, I just think that it's good that once it, the agreement is set in stone, I think everybody will be more will be happy about it. But never say never at this stage, because even though both sides are in agreement, it could be one little thing that throws everything back off, and we're right back to beginning again.
0: Yeah, I think I'm, I'm confident that the season will start. I'm not 100% confident that the season will end, um, you know, <laughs> as expected based on, you know, the likelihood that there could be a second outbreak sometime in the fall. But if they're trying to end their season by the fall, um, then I think that's probably the best case scenario. So... Yeah, that's what they're shooting for. But you're right. They have a a strong players union. They wanted to make sure they got all their paper. They gave them a little discount earlier, you know, (laughs) two months ago. But that was about as much as a discount that you're ever going to get from the players. And I think Mm -hmm. they didn't want to make that, you know, something that's going to haunt them, you know, next season. So, uh, you know, like you said, man, you know, if we're going to be home with not much to do or not a whole lot of places to go, you know, at this particular point, you need to have something to do. So baseball, you know, is, is a summertime sport, so you want to see that. We saw golf, you know, kick off, but they have the ability to social distance. And looked a little weird watching a golf tournament with basically hardly anybody there. Um, but it was still, you know, it was still a sports to watch. Hell, even have boxing in UCF, um, UFC fighting on last week, so. I think they're gonna get it started. Um, I'll be looking forward to it. But like you said, it could be one hiccup, you know, that could derail it. But I think if you had um, the commissioner and the, um, I guess the head of the player association meeting and get their framework, you know, set aside. Now, like you said, ACE is all about how they're going to handle all the players, what kind of protocols they're gonna put in place, you know, to kind of uh, safeguard the players. Um, because you're going to have a lot of teams, a lot of stadiums, if they're going to be playing at stadiums. um, So how are you going to handle, like you said, someone, you know, tests positive for it. Um, How are you handling that? How do you quarantine people? So I think that's probably going to be the next hurdle before they actually start. And if they're looking to start in a month's time, they ain't got a whole lot of time to, you know, you know, to to dick around with it.
2: Well, to be honest with you with baseball, they, they, I mean, the outfielders is pretty much social distance anyway, when you think about it. It's just really what they do when I think most likely just like eliminating the dugout or something like that, having them sit in some place where they're a little bit scattered. Um, I think it would be a lot more easier for, um, from a baseball standpoint, to, to actually held a, hold a game where the social distancing is in effect. Well, unless you're up at bat.
1: Exactly. That's <laughs> where it is social distancing whatsoever. whatever, but Major League Baseball has tinkered with uh, robot umpires in the minor leagues. So, I mean, if they were really concerned about umpires behind the plate, that's an idea. I don't know how, how good that would be uh, received, but they have tinkered with it. Um, but, I mean, the catcher and the batter don't really touch each other. Sure. It's just it's just the spitting that goes on in baseball. <laughs> it's just a whole lot of damn spitting. Um, so I guess that would probably be the biggest fear. Um, I, think, I think it could be done. I think the hardest part, like you said, is in the dugout, just being amongst players, smacking hands and, you know, baseball players spitting and they like to put the fingers in their mouth a lot just to whip their hands and touch the baseball and, do, you know, do everything that they do. So I, that'll be, like, one of the hardest things for them to uh, – habits to break as far as trying not to do those sort of things after. But I guarantee a lot of that should be right out the window. Uh, when push comes to shove, when they're in the heat of the game, there ain't nobody sitting there thinking about – they're like, they're on like, like, ah, like, ah, their Jersey and then you never know what the is going on, you know, so – um. I'm just like, y'all, you know, I think I might even take the day off from work that day with baseball, opening opening day of baseball, just sit down and just <laughs> just watch sports and just just be happy. You know, you, you kind of, it's the little things that you take for granted that, you know, you're like, ah, just sit there and watch it when the playoffs come. But when it's taken from you you don't have it, then you realize how much you really miss it. That's true. And I think there's a lot of men and women and children all over this world that just miss having, professional sports to sit there and watch and congregate, just be happy to be kind of out of their element for three or four hours at a time and <laughs> just, you know, be pissed off or be happy for a couple of hours every day, depending on the, the outcome of the game.
0: Yeah. I mean, um, uh, I guess, you know, if, if, if the Korean Baseball League can can play games and, and, and do it at a high efficiency, I mean, I guess that's your, uh, I guess that's what you can model major leagues on. I mean, now they have a bigger footprint because Korea is just like, you know, I think one or two stadiums where, you know, baseball, you have them across, the, you know, across the country. So, I mean, that's a larger footprint to handle about. That's traveling, you know, going from place to place. Um, right now, I think they said they're going to play um, out of the 60 games that we have, but um, 60. Proposal of having 60 games in 70 days with about 10 days off. So basically, you just, once they start, you're running a game a day pretty much or a game every other day to that that certain extent, so.
1: I mean, that's what they do normally, so.
0: Yeah, it's just going to be much more, much more compact. (laughs) And much more intense
2: because with the short season, you don't have time to basically just be chilling. You... If you're pushing to make those playoffs. You gotta do whatever you can within that short amount of time to get your team there. So it's gonna be pretty intense. Like it's not gonna be just like walking apart park from you know, like from I'm I have a feeling teams players is gonna be like really into it from game one straight through. And it's gonna be interesting because if it becomes more intense, then we'll see how this will affect with the fans, you know, how intense that they're going to be watching. You know the baseball fans is going to watch it no matter what. But maybe the level of intensity will bring more fans into the MLB to watch that going forward and be more interested in watching MLB. So you never know. So this is a good opportunity to see exactly how things align for Major League Baseball.
1: I I agree with you on that, you know, because with baseball, you can sit there and have a a bad start and, late March, April, come out and start to pick up your game in May mm-hmm. and make a pennant out of it or a race out of it come August, September. Now, if you ain't coming out the gate hot, if you come out the gate real poorly, you there's no coming back from it. So it's like everybody's going to be intense and trying to play their best ball from beginning to end. Well, I do think that's an advantage of this this particular season of baseball just because I don't think anybody wants to go out there and be that cat, that, that team that lost... The first 10 or 12 games and then try to call their way back into it because you may not have that opportunity.
0: That's right. Correct. Yeah, it's basically like starting the season right after the, um, the All-Star break, you know, and saying, go. <laughs> mm, <yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe this might bode well for a team like the Mets that always seems to start off hot and then fizzle out, you know, <laughs> fizzle out by the yeah, All-Star yeah. break and then that's it.
1: I just want to know, and I'm not here to switch gears, but I just want to know if Kyrie's smoking something. But, E, I'm going to let you lead into that.
0: And that was a perfect segue. <laughs> I yeah, mean. No, I, just, I just think he's moving. Gonna... Yes. I mean, to one league that looks like they're trying to get their act together to another league that looked like they have really had everything set in place and they were basically just working out the particulars. Um, you got a little more details of life and life inside the bubble where they're going to be some the, the teams are going to be just the teams themselves with a couple of coaches and everything sequestered in i believe three hotels um they're only going to be on like one resort um where they're going to have 24-hour concierge chefs to prepare their meals they're going to have you know team hours where they can you know play golf do some boating you know all the amenities at a you know, Disney Resort is at their disposal. Um, they're gonna, they're gonna, I think, have these wristbands on. That's going to have proximity locations. That's going to let people know if they're too close together, which I find very interesting. Um, I don't know how uh, they're gonna keep out the um, the groupies. Is is <laughs> going to be interesting because um, you're gonna have players there without their um, Family members, I think if they leave and they come back, you know, without telling anybody they got to be quarantined for 14 days, they're gonna make some exceptions for people to leave, like birth of a child or someone passed away. So there's gonna be some exceptions for where you can leave. But basically the rule is for two and a half to three months, once you step foot inside that bubble, that's it. You're playing and you're not leaving until A, your team is out of it or B, and everything is done, so everything like it was in place. And then Kyrie decided that he wanted to have a, a hundred players meeting to decide that. Well, all of a sudden, after seeing the protests, and then deciding, let's 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 have the chronological order set. The protests happened. Um, the NBA and the player Association agreed several days after the fact. About this this plan, and then all of a sudden Kyrie realizes that his shoulder is going to need work, so he's not going to play anyway. Um, he wanted still to attend, but they said, "Nah, we don't, you know, we don't want you to attend because a, hey, you're not going to play. We need to, you know, then why come? We're trying to limit the numbers. But all of a sudden, now he's saying that, well, we shouldn't play because, you know, we're going to be taken away from the movement. Legitimate gripe, but guys. What do you feel about this?
1: Ain't no damn legitimate, right? I mean, just because y'all make hundreds of millions of dollars in, in a contract, what kind of crap is that? We go to work every day. Are we taken away from some type of damn movement? Are we not black? Pick your ass to work.
0: <laughs> technically, he wouldn't know. be. Technically, he wouldn't be working because he, ain't, he he's out for the season anyway. <laughs>
1: Look, if they want to make an impact. Every time after after their days of games, they could go out in that damn business resort because there to be cameras everywhere and they could be doing their own thing on the damn under the resort, doing what they do, pledging to make sure that Black Lives Matter uh, continues to, to be a, a prevalent sort of thing. They could be doing things on the resort to make things matter, you know. Man, it's a bunch of crap. And then, and then your boy, I hate to say something, he's from Jersey, you know. I hate to say sometimes he's from. Jersey, he from the, he's, he's about as close to the field as we can. He from the field, ain't he? <laughs> No,
2: I won't claim that, no. Nah. Oh, uh, no, no, no. Nah, he's not from the field. Yeah, he's not from no, the field.
1: No. He may not be from the field, but mm-hmm. either way, this nigga smoking that major, major weed and shit, because then he talking about just start their own league. What kind of crap is that? he <laughs> I on mean, that, he on that Kush? Uh, he, <laughs> he, he on that, 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 that space fit rock, rocket that's taking him way out there? <laughs>
0: You know that same stuff that where he said he believed the earth was was flat.
1: Cause he's smoking that major herb, man. <laughs> he got that good shit that only certain certain people could buy. <laughs> he's, a, he's a weird cat. <laughs> he's a liberal. He's lifted. <laughs> Just crazy. What ye say, Al? <laughs> <laughs> And you're a Nuts fan. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I was really trying to avoid this. I really was. Oh no, <laughs> I was on the best
2: line. I was really trying to avoid this topic. I really was. I, I, all right. Let me. All right, let me. Um, because I, I, I really have to admit, I, 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 I see. When I first heard about it, I was like, okay, wait, what's going on here? And then I hit a back and forth with, with him and I hit a back and forth with um, Kendrick Perkins and then KD got in the mix um, just now recently with his comments. I'm going to say this. I know that Dwight Howard is also in agreement with Kyrie Irving about this as well and Avery Bradley. Really. So obviously there are some players out there who felt as though, who, who felt as though that Kyrie was right in saying what he says. I'm going to only going to – I'm not even going to harp on this. Like I said, I'm a Nets fan, so I'm going to say this. I get the fact that, you know, you can say whatever you want. His opinion, I'm not even going to knock that. If that's how he feels, that's how he feels. Um, The timing of it, though, is just all off. Like, if you were going to do that, why do it now? It's just so convenient that you want to hold a meeting. I – I'm not saying I'm in agreement. Everybody has their own opinions about how they want to do things, but I agree with you, Ace. If you had something to say, you could have done it. Anything that you could have done, you could have done that, and you may have. Um, but to sit here and say and tell other players that they should just protest, like that's not going to help the situation at all, especially if you didn't have a conversation with any of these players. You just felt as though that they were just going to do just follow your lead an example. And a lot of people obviously don't agree with his opinion. So I think that at the end of the day, Kyrie, it, it didn't make sense to make the statement. If you wanted to do something, you could have did something in your own right. If you would have talked to a couple of players, got them together, did something in your own right, that would have been completely fine. Um, you don't see Stephen Curry. He went to the protest, he kneeled, he said that he was going to do some things. There's other people that say that they're going to make pledges as well. Like, if you're in agreement of doing something to take that step to the next level, then you should do something on your own. You shouldn't have to worry about putting it in, in together or at least have a conversation about it. Don't say we all should protest and not play this season, which would be detrimental to the play, the fans. Knowing that these fans was help made you, they wanted to see you play. And now that you, of course, you're injured, so you can't do that. But to just put it out there, I think the timing about it was just all off. Like, there's other ways that you could have went around doing it where it wouldn't be a disagreement. I'm not knocking the fact that what you're trying to do, but how you're going about doing it was just a little suspect at this stage. And it shouldn't have been because the focus was on voting on getting the season back together. It wasn't the vote on whether or not we should start talking about not playing again. So I think that it was a left curve that was brought out. Now, I'm not knocking it again. To be honest, I know a lot of people saying that it's complete, you know, and I I, I agree to assist what you're saying, Ace, Um, but it's his right. It may not be right, but it's his opinion. Um, I just thought the timing of it was just all off. And to be honest, that's nothing new with Kyrie. Kyrie says some things that are a little eccentric, but that's just him and his nature, not defending it. But I just think that this could have been done completely different, completely better than how it was done, bottom line. And – Like you said, if he was playing, that's one thing. But to be not playing, your season is already injured. It makes it worse because you could have took a stand and said, you know what, I'm going to play in this particular season for this particular reason. Um, But you guys, if you guys want to do it, that's on you. But you don't speak for the whole NBA players. union. You don't speak for the rest of the NBA players. You speak for yourself. And the bottom line is, is that if you're going to speak for yourself and you want to make that decision for yourself, then it's fine. But you can't make the decision for everybody else. That's how I it.
0: Yeah, I'm with you, man. I mean, it. it you know, I you know I, I get what he and others are, are saying and what they're expressing. You know, their their viewpoints about how they feel that the NBA season may take away from the overall protest. My um, my pushback is that if watching nba games is really going to take away from the protest then we got an overall problem with the protest and what we're doing from the jump because a shouldn't take away from b it's a minor distraction but if you can get completely railroaded by watching basketball then you wasn't about that life to begin with you ain't really about the cause you ain't really down you know down with community where you can easily get you know sidetracked and this is another conversation for another day i still think our whole it's going to we're all going to lose focus eventually for some other dumb shit but that's i agree that's another discussion <laughs> and, and, but because um, as we as a people always do but um but i agree there was a time and place i think for this it should have been before you agreed upon this how you're going to handle the season maybe you could have came in negotiations and say okay we'll be willing to do this but hey we want to see you know you know, NBA do more towards black causes. We wanna do X, Y, and Z during the games. We wanna make sure that our voices are heard. Um, You could have put that in a body and and Adam Silver, you know, has been damn near bending over backwards to try to get this to go. Um, Yeah, you're gonna make some major sacrifices going into this bubble, um, but hell, the alternative is that you don't have any games to play. Um... (sighs) Like I said, from a selfish standpoint, I want to see the season go, and I think it is, you know. But from a com- the community activist portion of me, I do understand, you know, what Kyrie' his position is. But I don't think it's going to be that serious enough where it's going to totally take away from the entire movement, you know, at all. Um, however, if I want to understand not playing a season might come with a bigger price tag than they think. There are some things that if they don't have a season that could trigger a clause where the um, where the owners, excuse me, governors could rip up the current CBA as it is stands right now. Um, Kyrie Irving's money, Kevin Durant's money, a lot of people's money for contracts that they just signed will all become null and void. Then they're gonna to have to go and renegotiations. Mm-hmm. And if the excuse me, governors get pissed off that the players next this season, trust me, when that new CBA comes around, they're gonna have a hard cap and they're gonna have a whole lot of stuff going on. So if you think things are slightly bad now, let the season not go and the governors decide they wanna utilize that clause, rip up the current CBA and then start from fresh because guess what they're going to be like oh you did that guess what (laughs) let's see how all you guys are living check to check i'm gonna gonna like that and to be honest
2: that's what the owners they think two steps ahead they don't think about this season they think about how it affects in four or five years down the road so they're thinking as you know we see this however you respond to this is what we're going to evaluate going forward for the next contract. So Kyrie needs to be careful. And I'm not saying Kyrie, I'm just, you know, Kyrie and the players, Avery Bradley, Dwight, you know, they need to be careful about this because they are in a position where they can mess up down the road. And that's something that you don't want to do. Definitely. Um, Especially for, for Kyrie's standpoint. That's something that he doesn't really want. You don't want that to happen. Definitely don't want that to happen.
1: Especially with his, uh, his, his, his uh, tendency to get injured every other year, you know. And he's still looking to try to get paid because he still thinks he's kind of young. And he still wants that big payday. And you talking this type of crap, what owner going to sit there and say, I'm going to pay you X amount of dollars, but yet you turn around and say, you want to start your own league. What kind of crap is that?
0: Your track record has already been a little spotty even before all this went down. <laughs> yes. And to be honest,
2: like he's really on, I'm not saying, I mean, player, I mean, aside, his talents aside, skill set aside, like being on your third team in the past couple of year, amount of years, that's a telling sign and you're not getting older, your injury play. Like you, you really got to be careful about that because, I mean, as much as I love Brooklyn, I know that he, his heart is in Brooklyn right now because it's technically his hometown. you got to be careful about that because just because you're there and you love it doesn't mean that you're, the owners may want to keep you there. So you have to be careful about how you present yourself. And it won't be a bad – it's not going to be a good look no matter how much of a superstar you are if you go to – if you get traded to another team or something else happens where you're no longer in Brooklyn, where everything was ended on a bad note. So just keep it. I'm, he needs to keep that in mind.
1: I, I think the only reason why the owners is going to sit there and put up with him because they know KD is more valuable than Kyrie. And if keep KD happy, you got to, you know, make sure that Kyrie is pretty much set. I'm going to be honest with you. I'm very
2: curious to see if that was actually the actual factor that brought KD over? Like, I, if, I, I wish I could pick KD's brain because I could I'm, – I'm just curious. Like, is that really what brought him over to Brooklyn? Uh, that's where I'm at right now. I've been thinking about this for a minute. I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, Kyrie's talents is – I mean, I know that they're friends and everything. But I'm just curious as to if that was the actual icing. Like, that was the only thing. Like, because Kyrie came to, wanted to come to Brooklyn, so I came to Brooklyn. I'm very curious about that because I think that with and I, I, I mean I'm the person with Brooklyn, you know. I'm, I'm gonna, I'm not gonna front. Like I was so upset the fact that they had they they got rid of D, um, D'Lo for Kyrie in the beginning stage.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, I'm not gonna even front. I thought that D'Lo would have been better built around KD. But I also get that Kyrie's talent and skill set is unmatched, unparalleled at this stage. But I thought that Dila would have been a better team chemistry fit wise. Younger, and,
1: less injury prone. Say it again. Younger and less injury prone. And
2: that was my and that was my next that was my next point. But I and just cheaper. think that with that being said, I think that Kyrie, you know, even though everything seems to be in order. These next two years is going to be telling for him, regardless. Because really, if he gets injured again next year, it's going to be a
1: to be with that look. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I mean, um, look. I mean, if, if that's Kyrie's position, that's actually a lot of people's, you know, position. Um, I think a lot of people are now mixing that position with concerns about the, you know, the virus. I mean, the way they have it set up is probably about as good as you're going to get. <laughs> at this point, um, but I'm like uh, the position is if you really feel strongly about the virus, or you really feel strongly about your 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 presence there might take away from from the from the movement of the cause. Then don't you? Yeah, nah, completely agree.
2: Completely agree. I mean, at this point, what is the sense? You're not an active player. You're, you're injury. You're uh, injured reserve right now. What is the purpose of you saying what you said? knowing that you won't be playing even if you went there to begin. with, I he, think that is more more telling than anything.
1: Why did he wait so long to get the surgery?
2: It was all for next year. I, I mean, he tried to see what he could do with the team that he has to evaluate the, the players that's there to see what who they're going to keep and who they're going to bring in next year. This was all more about for next year. Um, I think Kyrie came in with the understanding of maybe he could try and do what he can, um, see who he could gel with, see what players that he likes that he would keep, not for this year, but for next year when KD comes back. It's more of an analytical thing. Me. I mean, that's just my opinion. It's just my opinion.
1: So in your opinion, do you think if KD decided he was going to come back, that Kyrie would ask third?
2: Say that again? I'm sorry.
1: If KD decides that, okay, we have eight games to sit there and try to make it into the playoffs, I'm not sure what no, what uh, seed the Brooklyn is right now. They're seventh. So if KD decided that he was going to come back, do you think Kyrie would have held off on a surgery?
2: I wouldn't be surprised if he did. I mean, to be honest with you, because the, now you're increasing the chance of Brooklyn making it, advancing into the playoffs. Right. So... I think Kyrie already realized that at this stage, that as, seven, as a seven seed, they're not going to make it far with the current roster as it stands. Mm-hmm. So, I think that was the way he realized that maybe it'd just be best for me to get everything taken care of injury wise, so that I could be fresh and ready for the next up, I mean, the next season.
0: And, and it's coincidental, I don't know what was in his heart of mind, but it was coincidental that, you know, several days, maybe even a week after KD said, well, I ain't playing, which I totally agree, you probably should, you know, why bother this particular point this is when you had the reports of Kyrie Irving wanted to have, you know, a player's only call with hundred people saying that now we shouldn't go out there and play because we're taken away from yada, 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 you right. know? Uh, <laughs> Like I said, I mean, I get what you're what you're saying. If you had a plan to say, I don't think we should as NBA players play because we're going to take away. I think as NBA players, we should be doing X, Y, and Z. Here's what I think we should be doing, as opposed to that. Um, then maybe I think you would have got a little bit more people to kind of maybe, you know, warm up to his ideas. But he's just saying we shouldn't play, and then, and then what? Yeah. Yeah, Uh,
2: and that, I mean, not only that, like, you're, you haven't, I mean, it just seemed like you jumping the gun. Because you're not factoring in the fact that there's players out there that has families that need that needs these salaries and you know need to continue playing. Like you're more concerned about yourself in regards to how much it would stand, you know, how much this protest means to you. And it mightfully so. Like I said, it's your opinion. But you gotta factor in. you can't just put something out there like that and not factor in the ramifications for not just yourself, but for the other NBA players as well. And I think that's really what a lot of people was up. I mean, not a lot of people, but for the most part, people wasn't okay with what you're saying because of the fact is, well, you know, I still got, I have a plan to play. I need, I need a paycheck. I still need to play. I just want to play for the love of it. So, I mean, I could do something else from protesting wise, but I don't need to just stop playing basketball to submit a point. I could do so much other things to submit my point and purpose and support of the movement, in support of the protest. I think that that's something that, you know, a, I'm assuming that a lot of the other players are saying, like, why would I listen to you and just not just play something when I have this going on over here? And I don't think so, Kyrie realized that.
0: So um, uh, one last question before we switch over to another sport, which has gotten a little interesting over the last couple of days. Um, are you guys more confident or less confident that the NBA season will start as they would like it to and finish? I think it'll start.
1: Um, and if they're smart, they'll make it so that they can use their G League players or whatever they need to use as expanded rosters to make sure that they can ensure that the, uh, the season will finish and, uh, kind of go from there.
2: Yeah, no, I agree. Um, I think that would be much more easier for them to do that. To be honest, I don't really see them trying to pick up any free agents at this point. I, I could see them using their G League players, the two-way players, especially um, as a part of their extended roster. So
0: I see them going for it this season. I agree. I, I, I They will start. There's probably going to be a few players that won't play, um, but they will start and they will finish um, as expected because I think they're in the bubble. However, if, you know, the one thing I was, the last thing I'll say about this is that, you know, coming from Kyrie, you know, people are going to take his concerns, not as severe, but if you had LeBron James out there saying the exact same thing, then I think it, this would have been a totally different story and the, um, the powers that be would have really been shitting their bricks if he was the one out there saying don't play. Right. Shout out to
2: Patrick Beverly for saying what he said. I don't. It's funny, hilarious,
0: funny, <laughs> hilarious. Yes, but the honest to God is the truth. No, it's the truth. It's the yeah. truth.
1: The king has spoken.
0: <laughs> well, not spoken, and he's in his his silence up to this point is 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 um saying a lot. <laughs> yeah, without question. Yeah. Um, so now to the last sport, NFL. So it looks like um, a couple of. Um, Cowboy players and Texans players, uh, most notably from the Cowboys, Zeke Elliott, um, came out and tested positive for COVID nineteen virus. Um, everything is bigger in the state of Texas, huh? So um, the NFL, which has been kind of gliding under the radar uh, for the most part and have been operating as you know business as usual. I mean, they missed some OTAs and. You know, whatever, but that really, you know, I mean, you know, it's really not a big deal, but training camps would start up um in a few weeks. Um, so with that being said, guys, what is your max this question again, your confidence level that the NFL season will start and will and will end without any interruptions? Uh
1: I think like baseball, like basketball, like hockey, NFL is going to need to expand their rosters. Uh, maybe for just this one season, just because of the circumstance. And make it so that if six players or 10 players, whatever gets tested and they all become positive and then they do the contact tracing and find out those 14 other players that were, So that's 20 players, and then they need to go out there and have the extended roster and free agents. If this was ever a league where the XFL kind of failed, where you have one last shot to try to make it, this would be the the season. Because I think they need to have those expanded rosters where you have to be mindful of a a pure outbreak, and then you just got to just roll with the punches. You know, if the outbreak is detected on Wednesday, and you got a game on Sunday, so be it. (laughs) If you gotta go out there and grab twenty plays, you better dump down that damn uh, playbook and go out there and play, you know, and just roll with the punches. I think that's how, I think that's how it's gonna have to how it's gonna run. But I do believe that football will continue to status quo and finish the season, however they're gonna go about finishing.
2: yeah. yeah. Um I'm gonna be honest with you. When I went to, because I was just down in Texas, um, not this this past not this weekend, last week, um, I was down there for the weekend. And it's definitely a different <laughs> different um, animal than it is up here, um, dealing with certain things. So um, to be honest, when I saw the news about Texans, both Texas and Cowboys being tested positive, wasn't really surprised, like not at all. And it's going to get to that point where, um, like you said, Ace, they're going to have to start replacing players yep. um, and it all depends on how long they need to be, To be honest, the NFL at this point, whatever they do, you need to have those teams and then players in a bubble as well, um, because it'll help eliminate a lot of risk involved. And the question is, is that I'm more curious to see what the NFL is going to do to help eliminate, not eliminate, but limit them as far as with the, with the practices of with the um, social distancing or whatever. Um, because, truth be, though, there are so many different states that are so different in how they handle things, like or, or how the season – I'm really curious to see how their season is going to – how they're going to handle the season, because if they're going – like if a team from up north is going to a team down south where their restrictions are completely lax, that's a risk factor. So they're going to put something – with some type of continuity plan together where the NFL teams are all together – um, where there's playing, because even if you have them play for one week, who's to say next week with the so many lax states out there? Who's to say that 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 following week somebody doesn't catch it? So they need to put some type of structure in place, similar to what the NBA is doing. Um, to be honest, all sports should be doing some type of um, some type of plan to and put in place to help um, limit and restrict something as far as with the COVID nineteen. So. Um, I'm more curious to see how it is. Right now, it seems like the NBA has the bubble right now, which is the only thing that is helping them protect them when they're playing. So the NFL and the Major League Baseball, I'm curious to see how they're going to implement these rules in place because they need to do something. Because if they if they were to start a season and risk other players getting more affected by it, it's going to be a bad look for not just the NFL, but for all sports teams regardless.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yes, that's for those reasons that, that you that you stated, that's why I am less confident that oh. the NFL season is going to start on time and less confident that it's gonna finish, you know, oh. you know, on time or whenever they expect it to. Um, based on the fact that most people are anticipating or at least they believe that the virus might have an uptick come. You know, late October, November, you know, December, which is right into the meat of the NFL season pretty much. Um, so yeah, I mean, the NFL has had the luxury and um, of being able to kind of not have to worry about all of this because their season was basically over a month before everything kicked off, but it also means that you had the opportunity to kind of start putting into place different kind of plans of how you're going to go about it. I've not heard any kind of plan to say how they're going to handle the players. Um, they said that players can practice, but they have to practice in their own. I think um, they can't practice away like some players do. They got to practice in their own team facilities. So like I said, how do they manage the players? I mean, they play one game, they go home, train, you know, train, then they go home. How do you get them in a bubble? Do How do you manage that? If someone gets sick, how do you are going to – quarantine that so there's so many other variables out there and then if i say now that's not to say they don't have any plans because they may they just not have you know let them all out you know let them all out yet but you would think that they would at least say have a framework of how they're going to handle the teams how they want to handle someone gets sick are they going i, I did they gonna um probably have expanded rosters or rely more on the um to practice squads, Um, but is there going to be a number that you want to keep to keep not that many people coming to the games on the field? I I don't know. It's you just don't know. I mean, um, baseball will probably be a good barometer of how they're going to handle things because baseball is played all over the country. So that way you can kind of get a taste of how they're going to handle it. However, training camp starts in a couple of weeks. You will normally have your All Star game what the what the um, what the first weekend of of um, August. So there's not a whole lot of time. So we haven't heard much of anything. So that's why I am I am less confident um, that they're going to start on time. I wouldn't be surprised if the NFL doesn't start with a two or three week delay. But then any delays means you're pushing your season more so in the winter months. And they probably want to start and finish as quickly as possible, or at least start and finish with their normal, you know, timelines, you know, with the least amount of exposure and risk to their players and their coaches and their families.
1: Yeah, I, I think without a doubt, the season, the season is going to start on time they're trying to defy odds. They're trying to say we're that billion-dollar sporting thingy. And yeah, it wouldn't shock me.
2: Yeah, but the, the, I, like I said, I just hope that if once they do start the season, that they have a, a, a plan in place for the protection of the NFL players. Um, because all it takes is one person um, to have it during the season where it could just go left so many different ways so
0: i mean on the good side they only play for the most part on on sundays for the majority of them except for the people that play on mondays and you know sunday nights i mean i guess you're gonna have to routinely test everybody you know once a day or multiple times during the week but like I said, we haven't heard much of anything from the NFL. They're operating like it, it's, it's business as usual. And Ace, you're probably right. Is They're probably going to open up, you know, as expected. I would hope so. I would love to see it. I'm just not that confident. Like I'm even less confident about college football, and we can get into that next week. Because <laughs> I think that's going to be a hot mess, but it's going to be a – an abbreviated season, in
2: my opinion. To be honest, I, I wouldn't be surprised if they're waiting to see what college football does and see how they go. Um, at least from the, the practice before a season starts. I think right. that they're, since there's not really a rush for them um, to hop on the practice fields, at least not yet, college football is already practicing at this stage, I'm assuming. So I think that they're just basically waiting to hear if there's any rumblings from the college football standpoint before they, you know, factor in their, their
1: opinions as well. Well, they're letting the student athletes on the field, uh, they're letting student athletes on campus and they're testing. And I don't think there's a school that's let players on campus so far that doesn't have at least one.
0: So we'll see. Oh yeah. Well, everybody, that is about our time. Um, so before we go and roll, everybody, let them know what they can find you at. You
1: can find me on Twitter, catdaddy1963. Wow. Catdaddy1963, that's catdaddy1963 on Twitter.
2: And, of course, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram, I am Twitter and Instagram,
0: I am And you can find me on Snap yeah snapchat twitter Instagram, um je ross the number seven um so i want to thank everybody for you know listening and subscribing um taking the time out to listen to us talking bullshit and you know speak our piece um i know we didn't get on too much of the um protests going on or any of the recent um unfortunate deaths that have gone on the one thing i want to say to our people is that let's not get sidetracked by any other other stuff all of these symbolic gestures that people are doing by taking down statues and changing names we even heard that they're gonna you know do away with the answer mama logo and whole nines it's all very 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 nice but let's but let's not get too distracted in saying that we got these symbolic changes to go on you know it's always you know what you do you know and how you do it i mean I don't want us to get lax and say, "Hey, we got these couple of wins, and then everybody's going to go back to business as usual." Nope. Let's keep the foot on the gas and, and let's keep the, keep it going. Don't get sidetracked by the you know the the shiny object that they flash in front of your eyes, and then we and then we forget about everything else. Nope. Let's doing good now, but let's keep it going. Right. Exactly. Because it's not over. It's not over.
2: Far I mean- from it. Don't, don't think that just, like he said, don't think that just because, you know, we're doing good, but we still got to continue to fight.
0: I agree. Yes, sir. And as always, love, peace, soul, and we'll see you next week. Have a good one.